0: Welcome to On The Side with Jackie London, a BS-free podcast where we're talking all things food, nutrition, and wellness to help you build healthier habits that stick. As a registered dietitian, author, journalist, and former clinician turned content creator, I've heard and seen it all. Join me each week as I debunk diet myths, explore the latest wellness trends, and answer all of your pressing listener questions. Plus, we'll hear from a guest who will kick off each interview weekly with a soup to nuts rundown and, okay, sometimes, analysis of what they're eating, cooking, ordering in, or where they're dining out with tons of delicious ideas, lots of laughs, and plenty of pro tips in between. The one thing I can actually guarantee? I'll serve up tangible, actionable strategies to help you apply the science behind what works to what works best for you. Picture this. It's Monday morning and your head feels like it's going to explode. For the last few months, okay, maybe years, you've been feeling... A little bit off. You definitely did not sleep enough last night. You're kind of hungover. You're kind of hangry. Your neck hurts. Your eyes are puffy. Your face is puffy. Hell, your right toenail looks a little bloated. You're preparing to reintroduce yourself to quote unquote normal life and suddenly that vague sense of dread comes on like it's New Year's freaking day. For some unexplainable reason, in our post-pandemic re-emerging into society world, everyone seems to be pledging resolutions. You just have to clean up your living space, invest in your kid's college fund, regardless of whether or not you even have children. Remodel and refinance your home and make amends with anyone you've ever alienated or by whom you felt rejected. Plus, you need to start meditating, like at least twice a day. Maybe you need some crystals too, And on top of all of this, you have to go to work. Yes, that means you're putting on real pants today. And on top of all of that, you're battling with those very real feelings of grief that we've all experienced to varying degrees over the last year plus. Once you've managed to hoist yourself out of bed and officially raise the blinds on the new week, you think to yourself, you know, I should probably get a handle on this whole wellness thing. I should start taking care of myself more. But how? I mean, at some point in time, you've probably already been on all the trendy diets, right? I mean, who hasn't tried a low-carb breakfast and a vegan lunch? Okay, think, you say to yourself. Where should I start? What's next? You check your phone. And magically, it's your mom. She started some ketotarian diet, and already, it's so amazing. She thinks she's already lost five pounds in the last hour since she started. Cute. Once you've texted back, you start your morning scroll through your social platforms, and looks like Cousin Joe has gone 17 hours and counting on his new fast. Yes, he's actually not eating for 24 hours, and there isn't even a shred of promised spiritual ascension for doing so. His latest status says he's biohacking, which you have to reread a few times because it sounds kind of creepy like some form of cyber terrorism. Wait, can he see me through this little camera on my screen? Oh my god. But actually, it's just tech bro speak for dieting. Your college roommate, she's another one doing something kind of crazy, eating apples for a week, nothing else, just apples. Is this real? Apparently. It's not only real, but it's hashtag clean, hashtag healthy, hashtag vegan. Other random influencers, they're drinking chlorophyll, massaging kale, sticking jade eggs up there you know what. Later, you text your brother to check in, and he tells you, went to the doc this morning. He says I need to be on a low-sodium diet, so I threw away all the salty food in the house. Want to go out to dinner tonight? Um, sure, you type. Uh, but somewhere healthy, okay? Okay. What's going on, you think? Why does it seem like everyone you know is eliminating an entire food group or foregoing chewing in the name of their health? All plants, all animals, no carbs, just water. What joy is left in this world, you wonder aloud, to your houseplant? You know what? I think I probably just need a detox or something, you think to yourself. Just that word detox. So elevated, clean, wholesome, transcendent even. So just like that, you boil a pot of hot water to sip with lemon, of course, on your commute. Pull on those pants. No shame in that elastic waistband game. Open your internet browser and leap, clear heart, open mind into a world of confusing, conflicting, frustrating, overwhelming, and downright unhelpful, quote-unquote, diet information okay so now that we've got that out of the way does any of it sound familiar to you because if it does well welcome you made it here to this podcast with me jackie london host of on the side a bs free show where we're getting really really real about food nutrition and wellness For a little context, it's my view that getting hyper-specific and talking completely candidly about the realities of our everyday lives is the best place to start when considering how and why we make decisions of all types that affect our well-being. That's because it's our food, activity, overall lifestyle choices that ultimately result in habits over time. The habits that help us get and stay healthier, the habits that are just not working for us anymore. Remember the Mean Girls line? Is butter a carb? And the ones that have gone unacknowledged for way too long. Here's the deal. Diet myths, wellness trends, and the latest health hacks are just about everywhere these days, from your local supermarket—yes, really, marketing is everywhere—to your social media feed. As a registered dietitian, author, journalist, former clinician-turned-content creator, debunking diet myths and cutting through the clutter of wellness trends are as natural to me as breathing. Yes, I'm a nutritionist, but I'm also a realist. I make a point of eating candy every single day. I like cream or mm, ice cream in my coffee. I sometimes skip breakfast and I'd almost rather watch paint dry than stream anything on Netflix without multiple snacks and beverages. But every single day I hear different versions of the same confused and inertia inducing stories that so many of us are telling ourselves on loop. They're all the same. They might sound a little bit different depending on where you are or who you're with. Here are a few of my favorite examples. I'm only eating between the hours of 12 PM and 6 PM. I only eat on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Don't buy those green beans. They have GMOs. I'm on a juice cleanse. I can't have breakfast this week. I'm on keto, but I can do buttered coffee on Thursday at 8 AM. I have no willpower. I can't go to dinner with you. I'm on a whole 30. My trainer told me that I have to cut out carbs. I'll have the California Cobb, but no bacon, no croutons, no almonds, no avocado. And please, please make sure you bring the dressing on the side. The current conversation and information overload about and around diet, food, health, it's become dizzying enough to make me personally want to lay down and take a big old nap. It's my philosophy that if the health and wellness products we've been marketed were really that life-changing, detox tea would have changed your life by now. And maybe even a little bit more insidious than that, if that same old tired language we've been hearing and using for years really was working for us, like portion control and everything in moderation, would we really feel this perplexed about what, when, and where to eat on any given Wednesday? Yeah, I don't think so. But what's more, the picture of wellness that's been fed to us by all social media platforms everywhere is arguably pretty different from what it actually means to truly, I mean truly, live well. Right? Especially if we assume, correctly, that living well is personally defined. So here's what most of us are missing. Scientific findings are only as good as their application to your personal everyday life. In fact, better health and self-care habits simply just cannot be achieved through a restrictive deprivation driven set of rules for any plan, whether it's with the food that you're eating or the activity you want to do or your brand new meditation with crystals practice, whatever it is for it to truly work for you long term, it has to be flexible and provide tangible, relatable information that actually empowers you to make choices that prioritize your personal health, both physical and especially psychological. I've helped clients reach their personal health, wellness, weight management, or condition-specific goals by making bite-sized, hyper-individualized changes that morph into habits, not by uprooting entire ways of life or forcing them to do things they hate. Instead, by putting into place strategies and game plans that are structured yet dynamic, working within the realities of your current day-to-day, and by zeroing in on the places that you spend the most time. Why? Because everybody eats, people. I mean, we have to eat. Yes, you too, Cousin Joe, in order to live. So where we are when we make decisions about food is pretty significant. What we're doing, who we're with, what we do for a living, what we wish we were doing instead. All of these factor in when making sustainable shifts or none at all that have lasting, powerful, positive impact on your own personal well-being. And on top of all of that, Food is all about connection from literally the farm or the ocean to your table, sourcing the ingredients, preparing your ingredients at home, cooking and ultimately sitting down to eat a meal with people you care about are all different ways, some bigger than others, of connecting to one another and sometimes maybe just connecting to something outside of ourselves. I know I sound a little bit cheesy, but just think about it. How many moments, gatherings, even recent Zoom gatherings, and childhood memories do we all have that involve food? From classic Thanksgiving pie to saltines and ginger ale, we all have personal food associations that also inform how we make choices in the present. If I may just use this moment to ask, what even is childhood without Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I don't know. I personally have no idea. So Here's what to expect. By tuning in and, of course, subscribing to this podcast, you'll join me each week where we'll be digging in deep on all things food. I'll answer your questions, debunk diet myths, explore the latest wellness trends, and uncover the small but powerful shifts to everyday meal and snack routines that can help you feel just a little bit better also known as feel a little bit more like yourself. My goal with this new adventure is to find out how food can be understood in so many different ways, from how we fuel for intense physical or mental training to how our eating styles change with our life stages, our career goals in a post-pandemic world, and so much more. Plus, we're going to hear from amazing guests who will kick off each interview with a soup to nuts rundown, and sometimes, if they're open to it, a little bit of analysis of what they're eating, cooking, ordering in, or where they're dining out with tons of delicious ideas, lots of laughs, and plenty of pro tips in between. Here's one thing you can rely on from each episode. I'm going to serve up tangible, actionable, relatable strategies to help you apply the science behind what works to what'll work best for you. And at the very least, I promise you'll feel just a little bit more sane about food. I'm just here to normalize people. Remember, everybody eats. Okay. That's it for now, but I can't wait to kick this off next time here on On The Side, wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, cheers.